Yo, 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 it's your player partner, Young AJ, and I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying, this is the Smokey's opinion, hope everybody's out there having a good Wednesday, hope everybody's day's been good throughout this whole week, you know what I'm saying, let's keep lifting each other up and keep lifting spirits, so I'm chilling with my boy, you know what I'm saying, Ty and his homie, DJ Lazy Eye, DJ Lazy, you know what I'm saying, and also, look out for the Lazy Hour, first episode coming out June 20th. Four o'clock. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And so, you know what I'm saying? We just chilling and just chopping up some game. And so... 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Sorry, for, for, for people on the East Coast, it's going to be probably about 6. Uh, people, on, people on West Coast, since we had the same time, it should be all right. About 6, 7 o'clock, you guys will hear the show. And we're doing it live and stuff. So just, and then I'll record. We'll record it. You know, do our thing. Go ahead, brother. So, so you know what I'm saying? You're a DJ. And I just want to know what got you into wanting to be a DJ, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that feel being a DJ nowadays is just being a producer. But I feel being a DJ is way more than being a producer. Being a DJ, you're the person that has to hype up the crowd before anybody comes out. Being a DJ, you're the one that has to, you know what I'm saying, get people warmed up, get people started. You are the life of the party. And then once the people come out to perform or whatever... That's when they just bring extra excitement to it. But being a DJ, do you think it's more difficult to start the party up? Or do you think it's more difficult to just keep the party going? Um, it's nothing to start a party up. It's more difficult to actually keep a party going because now DJing is totally different than what it used to be before. Um, DJs really used to play a focal part in an artist's... Uh, an artist's uh, you know, they're an artist come up in, so in other words, an yeah. artist, uh, you know, profile. Yeah. And now the DJ is kind of being overlooked. There was a time when uh, the artist would have to cut two records, would have to at least go to the studio, cut at least four vinyl, two records they probably keep to themselves, two records they give to the local club DJ. And then that's the way they found out if the record was hot um, at the club, how the people reacted, and then somebody would react, would request it on the radio, and then that's how the artist got big and stuff like that. Yeah. Nowadays, they bypass all of that because people are now doing payola, and not to mention now with the internet being out, it's kind of hard. You know, as music doesn't have that much of a show life like it used to have. Yeah, because like nowadays, it's not even about the music anymore. It's more about the celebrity status. It's more about if you got five hits and ten Grammys, then you're the greatest of all time. But if you only got... 10 hits and one Grammy, no one even cares about you. And it's like, it's sad because back then, it used to be where it cared none, they cared more about hits. They cared more about making a song. You know what I'm saying? DJs, they were everywhere. You know what I'm saying? All, even if you've seen, if you never seen that movie, uh, Juice, then you need to see that movie because, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Because he had, he had the goal of being a DJ. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. he went to, you know, he went to his audition and he won it. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't care about having the juice. He didn't care about having the power, the flavor or anything like that. And that's what, that's what's lost in the world today when it comes to music and when it comes to, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to DJing, producing, rapping or anything, they don't care about the feel of giving to people. They care more about... Well, well, to be honest with you, you can't blame the artist for that. The artist is always going to love the music. You can't blame the artist. Who I blame, honestly, I blame the record company. Because the record company, all they seem looking for is dollars. They're not necessarily looking like... <coughs> And you're going to have to pay back them dollars, too. <coughs> exactly. So, exactly. So, the whole thing is that when a record company 
gets a hold of a record. But um, when a record company gets a hold of an album, it's not bad at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a smoker's opinion where oh, we yeah. stay smoking and exactly. blowing that goodness yeah. oh, and God. giving a hot opinion Don't about make me DJing. Get what the hell I was about to say. Yo, yo, I, I got something to add to that too, man. Like you know, they make, they make it where you owe it them. Exactly. They own you. Yeah. You know when you sign those contracts, you gotta read in between the lines. Yeah. Man, see, you know. see, they're they're not thinking about your album. They're thinking about exactly how much your album, can, how much money you can make them. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, it's very interesting that when an artist puts out the very first record, you know, sometimes the record label's going to have a problem with it, but, if ever, but that's the funny thing. When the record actually sells, then you go back to the label and they ask you, can you do another version yeah, because- of the same record you just did? But my biggest thing is, on top of not just the record company, but also the internet. The internet sped up everything. So instead of having 15 minutes, I always say this, instead of having 15 minutes of fame, you only have 15 seconds uh-huh. of fame. Or, and you're quickly forgotten. So now people are making music just to stay relevant. Yeah. Not necessarily to play music because they love it. They're doing it to stay relevant. Yeah. They're slowly trying to get back into people doing music because they love it. But it's too hard because thanks to the internet, songs don't last that long. You'll be, you'll be hot one day, 24 hours later, your song's not hot. So if you don't have nothing brand new the very next day, there's a possibility you're not going to sell anymore. You're not You're not going to be relevant. And that's what people right now is worried about, is just staying relevant. Because the internet spat that whole situation up. But in terms of record companies, they don't give a fuck what the hell you put out as long as you can make them some money. Do you think and, that DJs have to be relevant? And do you think that DJs are last I think DJs forever? are always relevant. They've always been relevant. Like, I always think DJs have been relevant because how the hell did you know about the newest songs? When you go to the party, when you went to the parties and you heard songs, yeah, you might have heard some songs you heard on the radio. You know what I'm saying? You might heard them on the radio, and they're often played very often. But when you heard the new shit, the new new shit, you went to the clubs to hear that, and the, they, uh, the DJ was always coming at you with the new shit. You know what I'm saying? And it was that shit that that's what people would go to the radio station, call in the radio station, request that, and then that's when they go up in the charts, and then it goes that process like that. But all that shit got eliminated once the internet came in, once people with some money came in, once some people had this and that. Like, I am not going to lie, San Diego, I love you to death, I really do, but your damn DJs on radio, they piss me off because of the fact that one night, I ain't going to lie, one, it felt like, did Drake buy a radio station out that motherfucker? <laughs> oh, that's what I want to know. Can you tell me that? Did Drake buy a radio station? Because, no offense, but there was one particular day where, I, I'm bullshit you not, 24 hours, nothing but fucking Drake. Either a song with Drake or a song by Drake. It was either one of those situations. A song's easy, like I liked that song's easy when I first heard it. But unfortunately, three days later, I hated that song. Why? Because it was the song on every other damn state. It was every other song. You know? So, see, a lot of songs lose a lot of their luster because they get played the fuck out. And it's all about people just trying to stay relevant. Well, I feel also the reason that a song gets played out is because that song doesn't have as many plays as you think it has. So, like, when you see, when you see something being a new TV show on, like, TBS, right? And then you see that same preview on Fox. That means that the people that they thought was going to watch it on TBS is not watching it as much. So now they got to promote it on Fox. And then that's when they promote it from Fox to ABC. And then that's when out of nowhere that show is the biggest show. And that's the same way with the songs. Nowadays, it's just more like you hear it, you hear that song on one radio station. And then you're thinking, everybody listening to this. But right. really, they're not. Yeah. So now they have to play it on another radio station to make sure more people start listening to it. And then when they keep playing it like over and it. over, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's basically like that. They're forcing that song well, to how do they? I mean, how do they know, like, 
they gotta, I mean, it's just more because it takes, you can make like a nice ass song and 15,000 people can rock with it, but that one person that makes that comment or makes that post or a video reacting to that one song and saying, this song suck, I don't like it. Them 15,000 people that did like that song is going to rehear it and they're going to hear something that they don't like. Well, then, well like then, you know, you know, I'm going to say this right now. No offense, but there's 15,001 people and that 15,001 people and that one person says they don't like the song and that changed their mind to 15,000 other people. Them motherfuckers is nothing but puppets as far exactly. as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, you, I mean, it makes no damn. You should be able to. Music is music is supposed to make you lose control. What up, Missy? But 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 uh, yeah, you know. But, but, but uh, what I'm saying, like you know, I'm saying, you should. Music really is the one that music is by far the most honest piece of material that's out there, because it's almost like you know, music is almost like the drunk person that speaks to sober men's thoughts. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't express yourself. You can express yourself better in song than you can technically talking to somebody you express yourself a lot better in songs saying a lot more stuff in it so music is very it has a tendency to elaborate on certain things but you know what I don't like yeah if there's 15,000 people change their freaking mind because of one person then those 15,000 people were either paid off or they just ain't got no sense of their own and it's more because and that's more and it's crazy because the internet nowadays and social media it's straight like that it's where you can I'll look at the comments and You'll see at the top comments, so many people saying this song fire, this song this and this. But then when you start reading down, you start hearing people saying this song suck, this song suck. To a point where that artist, you'll never hear from again. Mm. And it's mm. like, I had to, mm. like, when That's I was coming fact. up as a rapper, and, like, I would hear people like, oh, yeah, you're good, you're good. And then I reached, like, number one one time as a local artist in Phoenix. And I was like, I'm fucking lit. And then that's when I put out this song on Instagram. I just put out a snippet. And somebody was like, yo, this song trash. I legit felt like I won hella money. And I was like winning hella Grammy. So where when, once he said that, I was like, yo, what the, what am I doing? But and it's know, like, I put myself in high confidence but, when I reached that, number but one. But that's the thing. You put when you, look, don't ever be afraid to put yourself out there. And if anybody discourages you, anybody discourages what it is that you're doing. You know, it's because of the fact that it's a crazy way to say it, but it's kind of like encouraging you. Mm-hmm. Because you want somebody to tell yeah. you, you want somebody to tell you that, you don't want everybody in the fucking room to say your shit's dope. Yeah. You don't and want everybody in the room to say that. You want somebody to be, you want somebody to actually have a head on it. And that's the problem with a lot of these artists now, is that a lot of these artists got yes men and yes women, mm-hmm. yes men and yes hoes, sitting all up in the damn studio saying, yeah, yeah, this shit rocks. Knowing damn well it doesn't. Exactly. Knowing damn well it sounds just like the song they just heard a minute ago. That's another thing that's a problem too, yeah. is that people are, back in the day there used to be, I remember when, all right, look, 1990, 1990, yes, it's my birthday, I'm 48. 1990, I used to walk into a record store, like a warehouse, or, or um, um, not just warehouse, but a Tower Records. When I went to the hip hop section, there was actually sections in hip hop yeah, yeah. on what it was. There hip-hop was soul. Huh, hip hop soul. There was funny hip hop. There was real hip hop. There was, you know, it was all different types of levels. You actually had shit you could look through, just like you look through on rock and pop and stuff like that. 
Now so, it's so. just all the same damn thing. That is, it is no mm. kind of creativity in hip hop now. Everybody, you know, it, to me, it's an insult with how they treated hip hop after all these years. Because it's like now it's just a business. It's making people money, and that's all they care about. They don't care about the soul of it as much. Yes. But thank God, the, thank God, there's people like Kendrick. There, thank God, there's people like J Cole yeah, yeah. that can sit on it, sit out for a little while, come back, and everybody still has the same love for them as they did back in the day. Because these dudes really gave a fuck about music. Rhapsody gives a fuck about rap. You know what I'm saying? These artists really give a fuck about it. They're not no DJ Khaled trying to sit up here and say, hey, you know, put his name on every damn thing and stuff like that. They're not yeah, DJ like, Khaled. I told, I told They're people, not them dudes. I, not I, I tell people, I'm like, listen, you gotta understand, DJ Khaled would never, yeah, he can make a beat and yeah, that beat can sound fire, but he ain't making nothing at all. I, well, what, if yeah. that Maybe person, I'm wrong, but... If I, that person does not perform on that beat, well, maybe I'm oh, wrong, yeah, but, yeah. but but what 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 beat did TJ Khaled ever do? Ah, man. Oh man, you okay. uh, know what? I, I gotta ask this because you know, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Did he do Nipsey yeah. Hussle's last? Yeah, he did Nipsey Hussle's last video. Are you sure? He yeah, did the uh, produced the song. Was it was it was with Jay Z. It was with Jay Z and Nipsey Hussle, and it was it was a song that Nipsey Hussle recorded with Jay Z before Nipsey Hussle died. Are you and talking was, about that song he did with John Legend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was. It was Nipsey yeah, Hussle, John, John Legend. Legend. Yeah, not yeah, John, yeah. John Legend, Nipsey Hussle, so was, that, that was, was that original? And he got a Grammy yeah, for that yeah, one. Yeah, that was, I think that was original. original. Yeah. Like, so he, he made it started, like, you know, sampling, doing the same formula, or taking somebody else's and just But it's also more things. like consistency is what they is what people have to realize. And yeah, it's because yeah, yeah. But, the, but, but the question I'm still asking is, uh, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I need to look and see this, but... What beat did DJ Khaled produce? I mean, like, I don't think, like, I honestly don't think he produced. I think more or less he has the influence. He has the promotion. Yeah, he's got the promotion. And he's got the he's Dang. got the connections. But I just, you know, it's kind of like Puff Daddy. Did he? Well, did he? Did he admit? At least did he admit it? He said. He said. He admitted it. At least yeah, admitted yeah, yeah. it. I, I don't write rhymes. I write checks. Yeah, he's right, right about right, that. Right, you know. Right, right. And apparently he ain't been writing enough checks to see him with him. Oh, yeah, recipe to Black Rob. And, and it's Rob funny how, you know what I'm saying, you're somebody's man. friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're somebody's friend, and you see him going through a hard time, but you over there wiping off your Versace glasses. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying, coming out with another bottle of alcohol while your homie out there really trying to find something to there, eat. There, 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 there's there, there's, there's always back and forth. There's counter, there's counter, you know, there's always been back and forth about what, what really happened with... The, at some point, I know Diddy had to have taken care of Rob, but Rob didn't do his money right. On the other hand, I also believe that Diddy did kind of leave him. You didn't leave him hanging. Did leave him hanging but, all the time. But, son it, of but hospital. I feel because like Biggie, I mean, yeah, Biggie and Diddy, right? When Biggie was first coming up, Diddy told Biggie, "It's either the streets or this." So I feel in some way, P Diddy's always been a professional person. So he's more like. If you're in the street life, you know what I'm saying, uh, yeah. and you're not trying to really get to where he's at, he's not gonna fuck with yeah. you. Yeah, he did. He did that recipe DMX. Like DMX tried to come to, uh, you know, P Diddy. P Diddy chose the locks. Yeah, DMX, and they're all from Yonkers, all Rough Riders and stuff. And it's more because DMX seen, but, I mean, P Diddy seen the future with them. Than what he really saw the with problem this is, The problem is, is that Diddy wasn't apparently, according to most of these artists, like, well, where are these artists at now, though? Like, That's this is true. a question I have to ask. Like, when I look at, I remember back in the day, in the 90s, what was it? It was Bad Boy versus Death Row, right? Yeah, right. All right. Now, when I look at that situation, you look at things now, okay, 
Name four artists from Death Row. Shit. Back then? Yeah, just name four artists. You can even name Dr. Dre was one of the artists. Dre, yep, yep. And, and the Dog Pound. Yeah, right? Dog Pound, yep. Those four Ass guys. Bro. I'll take those four guys and I'll say Biggie, Mace, Total, Craig Mack. I forgot yeah, about yeah, I'll name four nice, groups. Man. I'll just name those four groups. Now, ask the question. What happened? Where are they at now? Compared to, look, look, look let's look at this. Now, you know where Snoop is. You yeah, know what yeah, Snoop's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Snoop was just on TV today. Yeah, yeah. You know what Dr. Dre's doing. Right. Beats, beats, you know, Beats by Dre, a couple billion dollars. You know what the hell the Dog Pound's doing. They're still doing They're music. Good, it's still good. Good. Like, it's, it's no. more because I feel the, that... The, the Lady of Rage is still doing TV and movies. And, oh, yeah. It's, All right. But the question is this. she wasn't a Steve Harvey Yeah, but, and then, but so now here's the question, though. And baby When's the last time you heard from Mace? When's the last time you heard from Total? Man, when was crazy. the last time you heard about Craig Mack before he died? Oh, he when was the last me. time? When was the last time you heard from these art these artists that were on that label? When's the last time you heard? Of I feel Man. it's. I feel it's, it's more crazy. like. I feel it's more like also. You can get a million dollars and then be like, I don't even have a dollar, and then you can get a million dollars and be like, I'm chilling, and so it's like Snoop Dogg. He got he got all everything he thought he wanted. Right. But he wants more. And right. he constantly wants yeah, yeah. more. Right, but the thing is, no limit Right, but my thing is is this. Something's up, yes. The fact is is that the death row artists that I mentioned, yeah. they're still around doing stuff. Probably. And they're making money and they're doing good. You know, something weird with P. Diddy and them, cause uh yeah, you see uh, all of them like turns to I can keep on going with this, get, you know. Stop I mean, paid. Bad, though, there's some, there's some obviously, you know, funny shit happening behind the curtain there. You yeah, because like, I, I, I named four, but shit, I can keep going. Let's, well, who did I say? I said Mace, Total, Biggie, and um, 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 Loon. um, um. So you, where's Luna? He went. He, he converted to Muslim. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mace became a. What preacher. happened to Shine? Shine. He went to prison. Then he went. He lived okay. in the police. And now he lives in Belize. He's, he's trying like, to be a politician about the situation, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now what happened to uh what happened what happened to Sherry America. Dennis? What happened to Sherry Dennis? The last thing I heard like of Faith that. Evans, she was fucking Stevie J. That, that was the last yeah. thing I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that does that doesn't nullify the fact that she's still a bomb ass singer and I still in that yeah. case. But the fact is is that the only person who really made money off of Diddy's off of Diddy off of Bad Boy was Diddy. And unfortunately, yeah. it was because of the fact uh, he really did. Now, Suge Knight wasn't the most, he wasn't the most angelic of them all, of course. Well, he made sure Dumbass is in jail now for the stupid yeah, shit he yeah. did. But, you know, but at the same time, the artists are still doing something. They're eating. They're good. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And they're everyday names now. The Death Row artists are everyday. Crooked Eye is still talked about in the freaking slaughterhouse and stuff. All these guys are still being talked about. But yet... You don't talk about the the last time we talked about a bad boy artist is when we were watching a homegrown fucking Black Rob. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Amen. That was the last time we were talking. That's the last time. But anytime you talk about bad boy, and Suge Knight was not lying. But if you think about it, yeah. every song that you think about it, and this Man. is crazy. This is the crazy this, part. Tripped is crazy. up. Yeah. Every every hit that every bad boy artist had. Every every if you can name every hit that every bad boy artist had, he did. He was in every. He was in every one of those songs. Talking and all like the, He was the, either uh, talking, singing, <laughs> rapping. He was doing everything in that one. The song that was the hit. Yeah. 
the one that was the hit, not the I one that, was, not the one that you probably like later on. Yeah, but also, the, it was the one yo, that was I the hit. Suge Knight called him out on that too. Yeah. We went on the Source Awards. Yeah, you know, they all in the videos. Should <laughs> called that, but he was right because every yeah. song you can name, no matter what's even. Me and You by Cassie. That big big hit from Cassie. Me and you. Yeah. Diddy was in that damn song. Name, name, a, name, name, name a song from Bad Boy that you know, and I guarantee you Diddy was in it. Yeah, yeah uh, what's that song? French Montana, uh, King Los. Uh, P. Diddy was in that. Shot Caller song? Yeah. Was that one? Yeah. yeah. Diddy was then, on that. Yeah. And then <laughs> also, uh, he was on that, man. So was he trying yeah. to promote the artist, or was he trying to promote himself? That's what he, and that's how, and that's what, that's what the music industry does. They, exactly. it, they do stuff in plain sight, mm, where, exactly. where like you're not noticing that it's happening, but it's legit happening in the way that they want it to happen. But they confuse the artist, and or they confuse the viewer. Because the viewers looking at it like, oh no, P Diddy, he did, you know what I'm saying? He's rapping his label, he's with his artist, but no, yeah. P Diddy, what P Diddy's really doing is controlling his label, controlling yeah. his artist. He, he, he. And it's sad, but that's how record labels do you, and that's why a lot of people are independent now. Mm-hmm. Because a record label, yeah, even that person that owns a record label can be your closest homie, but once it comes to him having to sign you, it's not going to be the same relationship. I think the only person who got off the, you know, the Hook, you know, was uh, the locks, man. And, and originally they were called the warlocks. Mm-hmm. PD's like, I don't like that. I'll change the locks. But also, you got to think about they when didn't, you make they didn't, music, they didn't, they didn't, and when, when you're in the entertainment, yeah, they got away from it because they had the rough riders like yeah. in the back. Yeah. It's like, but, all right, yeah, you're ripping these contracts up. But also, when you're in the entertainment business, you got to understand that all you're doing is entertaining. And it doesn't, to like, to the big top people that's out now or that's still been out. It's more that they realize that it's not about inter- it's not about entertaining yourself, but it's about entertaining other people. If you can just yeah, get, yeah. you can sit up here and I mean, make a song, and it can be simple. It can just be you being like A B C, but people are gonna be like that's boring. But then if you came on that, like on A B C one two three, look at they're gonna be like yo that delivery, and it's all because you entertaining that person. Well, well, well yeah. the only way, yeah. the, well, the only way you can entertain other people is if you're entertaining yourself first. I mean, you yeah, gotta like, true. you gotta like what you put. You if, people can tell, people can tell a good product because they know that you. If they they can tell whether you like your product, yeah, based on how you put yourself out. Yeah. There. So if you like, if you like a certain like like I mean, think of all the artists that start like okay, I'm, it's funny I'm bringing this up, but Taylor Swift had a certain style. When she first started out, she had a certain style in which she was like, you know, good, wholesome girl, country songs and stuff, really nice, mellow, really melodic, really working, really writing and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, she hooked up with this dude named Max Martin. Now, Max Martin Mm -hmm. is a producer that's known to produce people like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and also uh, Britney Spears and stuff like that. And his songs are basically all pop. Well, she turned around and got with him. And even though her record sell... Her original core style that she started off with yeah. tended to just fall off because it wasn't even about the artist no more putting out something that they liked. It was about putting, it's like the doing what they wanted to do for what they that's thought. What I'm saying. But that's yeah. the thing. It's like how, you, but the, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself like, how can the, how is it? How do they? How how do they? If they're supposedly doing this for us, and how do they determine what we like? Aren't we supposed to be able to it's determine more what be, we like? It's more because that they, you know, what I'm saying the demographics. If you get if you put out a sex song and that sells hella, 
the next song you put out has to be a sex song. No, but that's the thing. You see, you right, right there. That's when you're you're straying that's away from what. That okay. Another perfect group. A perfect example of a group. Outcast. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I say Outcast is because every time they put out a record, it was left field. It was totally different than the last project that they yeah. put out, yeah, and yeah. it was something that they liked and they had no problem with. It. And people knew that they liked. It. People knew they put their work into it because that's how they ended up going from band, damn near not being known in a damn dungeon and basement <laughs> all the way to winning the, the best album. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah all the way. Win. So I got something to say. All the way to winning a winning yeah. a Grammy, and this is why they're one of my favorite groups because everybody exploded when eight when um. Southern Playlistic, Calic, Funky Music came out first. My, oh my God, I love that album. I love it. I still play that record religiously to this day. Then everybody was like, okay, are you going to do another Southern Playlistic, Calic, Funky Music? And everybody was like, okay, yeah, that's what they thought they were going to do. Until all of a sudden you started hearing, and all of a sudden you heard that song, Two Dope Boys in a Cadillac, and that damn, what's that song? Um, Throw your hands in the air yeah. and wave. Like Remember, you know what I'm saying? That was totally different than yeah. Southern Playlistic. And then when you different. thought, and that was AT Aliens. And then when you thought AT Aliens, you was like, they can't. always coming from shit. No oh my God. Well, first I'm gonna say that you know that's why they call outcasts. They come right, from, right. Coming outside. Because when box, after AT Aliens, and when you, you were know? sitting up there like, okay, all right, well, what what can, can you, are you putting out another AT Aliens? And just when everybody thought that's what they were gonna do. Boom, here came motherfucking Equimini. Yeah. See, and, and that took it to a whole nother level, too. And that's too. the thing is, you know, so NLE Chopper, right? NLE Chopper, he used to rap about, like, he's a young artist. He used to rap about, like, guns and violence and stuff, right? And then he tried to change to become some positive, meditational person. But then that's when he got caught up and charged with multiple charges of battery, robbery, assault, weed, all of that. And then that's when his music went back to the way it was. And... It's just more of the fact that back then they were able to change, make one song, then make a whole different type of song. Nowadays, it's been more. It's more See, of that. See, that was an image thing for him. Yeah, that was an and that's what him. I realized when I, because yeah, at first when I realized it, I first listened to him. It was natural the stuff that he was rapping about because that's what he was around. But then as he got older, he thought, oh, this will make me a household name if I acted this way. But it's like you. It's like what people and viewers can see. Is the fact that that's not you. They, it's like with music now. You can tell when you hear that person rapping and you see them. That's not how they living. But who's to say? Who's to say that he wasn't rapping consciously beforehand? And when he went to go out to go get a deal, they told him he had to rap. Only, like the only way you know that. Only, the only way you know that a person was rapping consciously before and then changed is when you hear their first ever song. And when you hear that first ever song. That's the song that made people notice them. Mm, and when yeah, you hear that right. song, Those early works. you cannot, yeah. if you change that, like Michael Jackson, if Michael Jackson were to be rapping, right, all of a sudden out of nowhere, started singing, people are like, what are you doing? And they're like, you, you can't do that. That's not, that's not why we started liking you. And that's what, that's the problem with music and that's what makes people go crazy is the fact that you got to be consistent within making like even with Outkast, yeah, it was a different style, but it was a different style. Yeah. That was their thing. They had to keep doing something different. I'm pretty sure at times Andre and Big Boy were like, "Bro, I'm tired of making this type of music. I want to do this." But they have to because for one, their name is Outkast, and then for two, 
their first song was different. Their second song was different. So it's like you but, gotta keep pushing that. But yeah. no record, no. I'm telling you, no. I feel like no album from Outkast was the same as the last one. Yeah, yeah. No song was the and same that, and as the last one. And, and that's the irony know? behind it. Another person but too. But it can't be an irony. It's kind of crazy because they were successful doing what they wanted to do, bringing the styles together. How yeah, many times? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, let's see. The first what the first video we saw in Players Ball. Motherfucking Kangos. Yeah. Wearing motherfucking jerseys and shit like that. Chilling with the long shorts and you know the fucking AF AF ones or whatever the top shoe out ATL is out there. You know what I'm saying? They were wearing them shits. They were enjoying themselves. Now, then you go from that album and you go all the way up to, let's say, let's go up to Stankonia and you got motherfucking Andre wearing some some shit like some 70s Jimi Hendrix type wild shit and and, and, and Big Boy's doing something different too. But guess what? They never strayed from what it is that they liked, and people knew that, yeah. and therefore that's why people respected them and they they bought their music because they knew that these people were putting out quality stuff because yeah. they really worked hard. And they were make, also consistent you know. within putting out quality things now, now, and being who they are. Now nowadays, because of the fact that the internet is out and about and it's causing records to only last on a damn chart for 15 seconds, yeah. you have the record companies telling these artists that in order for you to stick around, you have to do the same shit the last person did. Yeah. You have to do yeah, the same yeah. old shit. You have to do the same beat you have to same get these formula. same writers you have to do the same formula you have to do the same shit because all they care about is making the sale and that's what's going to get on the radio is the sale because radio's going to play your shit because they need the advertisers to pay them to keep on standing to exactly exist. Yeah. you know what i'm saying so they got to do all that and that means straight away far away from the stuff that they really like to do because like i said back in the day yeah remember on the weekends Yo, they man, used to have dj you remember like, they used uh, to have djs on the weekends that yeah. they would just spin from like what from Saturday morning all the way to like Saturday late yeah, night yeah. and overnight and shit's about two o'clock, you know what I'm saying? All Sundays right. used to be your old school day and stuff like that. That's yeah. how the music used to be and it used to stretch out and do that. There's none of that now. Because people because of the fact that because people were cheating their ways in terms of getting the music being played. They were actually yeah. paying people and money plus, to get nowadays, more nowadays bro, you can just go you can just go online and look up That's free the- YouTube views to pay. I mean to buy and then also you can buy you can buy 40 million views for only $129 why would I do that though because and and, you, and it's like people will actually wow. do that and that's how people actually start because getting that's viral. how they stay relevant that's what they feel like they need to that's stay relevant stay you know that's what yeah. they need to do but the funny thing is like I was looking at somebody's profile I ain't even gonna mention no names but I for the first time I was actually able to determine that they bought their followers what? Okay. And how did I didn't know. How I didn't know. I didn't understand how they. I didn't know that you know buying followers. But the way you can yeah. find out if somebody's buying buying followers is look the fact that, that yeah, that's look what it was. Are. I didn't look at the. That's what I didn't do. Is like they. This person had a 1.1 million followers. Yeah. But their likes weren't going no more than 50,000. Now, how do you have 1.1 million people following you, but only 50,000 fucking Exactly. Likes? That's, that's because he really no, no. It's because they're robots. It's oh, just yeah. automatic. Yeah, they're, they're buying, buying that, that shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. Instagram. Yeah. And that's why, that's why yeah. I yeah. realized that, like, bro, in order to be successful, it's just constantly keep doing it every day. Yeah. Everything you that you're doing, you just got to keep no. doing it every day. Like, with TikTok, yeah, I can get, sometimes I get like, damn, I don't feel like it. But then you just got to get up and do it. Because then that's when that person that's waiting for you, because you might think, oh, nobody's watching it. But then when you go yeah, back and see the views. views, you realize that, damn, there's people actually watching this. Yeah. So it's like you just got to keep doing it more and more. But then that's the difference between a work ethic and wanting something you want rather than 
I don't really want this. I just want to be popular like everybody else. So I'm gonna buy these followers so then people can notice me. That's and I'm not really you, putting out get, anything. But then you get you then then you get found out eventually. Like I, I'm, you know, it took me a while to figure that out. But when I was looking, it was weird because the person put up a picture saying celebrating oh one million followers, and I was like, okay, all right, cool. But then I'm looking at the uh, like a I looked at maybe five or six re, five or six posts over a period of a year or two. And, it re- and the like recount never reached past 45,000. And I'm like, how do you have a million followers and only 45,000 fucking people like what exactly. you're doing? You know, so therefore, that was when I had a, I remember I had a Facebook uh, profile where I managed to make it up to 16, 1,700 friends. I don't know, I think I had a, no, I actually had about 2,100 friends. Problem was that when I was putting up posts, I was noticing that maybe 50 people would like it, 60 yeah, people like it. And I was, Most but at don't. that time, I was just having fun and trying to be, I guess, trying to be recognized, trying to stay relevant. Right, right. And then I realized, like, man, fuck that. I just be yourself. Because, because what, I <laughs> you know people, what, yeah. what I tell people is that whenever you post something, always put in your head that fuck these people that's watching. I don't care about them. <laughs> they care more about me than I care about them. Because right. if you start caring about them, you're going to keep posting everything. And then if you got 1,500 likes on one post, you're going to be like, all right, I post this, and I only got two likes. It's been like four hours. You're going to end up deleting that, and you're going to be like, damn, because you cared about them. But when you be like, man, forget the, I'm, I'm only putting it up there because I want to put it up there. And then that's when people are going to like it even more. And that's when you start seeing more results. You're not caring about the likes. You're caring more about the content, the art of what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I am, man. I don't care how many likes I yeah, I'm the, feeling it, you know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, that act, that does equal out to, you know, get drawing traffic, which can equal out to sales, and I, you know. But, you know, you got to get organic followers. I got a homie, shout out to Rob De Niro. This dude goes out towards artists that he respects and stuff. Like, you know, your Feral Mons, your Griselda's and all that. Oh, DJ shows. Rob De Niro that does the remixes for oh, some you know of Oh, man. Yeah, man, yeah. we yeah. used to kick it right yeah. there, man. Yeah. Like, are you, like, and plus the other thing is, bro, like, if you're a rapper, if you're an artist, if you're anything, go on like social media, and if you see something dope, just comment on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that love, person, that, that person that see it, that like posted it, is gonna end up seeing and liking your comment. Then you hit them up and be like, "Yo, Maybe this was fire," and then that's how you start growing your network and people yeah. start noticing you from different angles because Organic. you're showing diff- you're showing love and. Even if you see something that you don't like and it's a post, just comment on it. Because then you're going to get more people to start clicking on your profile because they don't like your comments or they're trying to see what you about. And then that's when they start listening to your music or something that you have and they're going to be like, yo. Yeah, man, it's free. Forget his Well, well, well I, that, that's interesting too is because of the fact that, you know, what, I'm, what I would suggest is basically just do your, do your shit, do you. A lot yeah. of people call Kendrick Lamar corny, but every time that man puts out a record, people listen. You know, yeah. same thing about some people say J. Cole's somewhat corny, but every time he puts out a record, people listen. And it doesn't and it, and he yeah. doesn't just attract the, the the more of the backpackers or whatever the hell you want to look at them as, but he also attracts the people, the traps, the trap hats and all them yeah. other people like that. So he he has that kind of flow and that ability to do that. I just say stick to doing what it is that you know what to do and that and stay true to that. Because yeah, yeah. if you try to people will know when you're trying to branch off and do something with someone else's stuff. They might bite on for the first minute, but they're not going to bite on it after that. Exactly. And you know what I'm saying? They're, they're not going to stick to it because 
then at that point, if you're just going for what you think gets views, then you're going to keep doing the same monotonous bullshit over and over again. Mm -hmm. Do what you love to do, and people will know it. Even if you get the lowest amount of views or anything like that, because hell, it all Ken starts off with one view. Kendrick Lamar is fire, but do you understand? Kendrick Lamar had to give away at least four or five of them mixtapes dope mixtapes with dope lyrics on them before he actually sold an album. You gotta think about it. Yeah. Section 80 came out. Section 80 was some, was a mixtape I got for free and yet Section 80, the, the K-Dot experiment beforehand, the other two ones beforehand this, great, this good music and they were all giving, and he didn't care. They were full length albums. Basically he was turning mixtapes into full length albums yeah. and giving them out to the people because he knew it and had that much faith in his stuff. That he didn't care because he knew at that point the money was gonna come. Exactly. Yeah, and then that the was the case. Yeah, skills Yo, how many uh, mixtapes did uh, Nipsey have before? He only dropped one album, God. right? Like Victory yeah, Lab. Yeah, Victory Lab was That's the only it. album. Yeah. And it was right before he died. What what got what got he Nipsey? Had a grip of mixtapes. He had a grip of mixtapes, but what got Nipsey? What the thing that what what I said about Kendrick is the same I could basically say about Nipsey. Nipsey put out a record. I got the I, and I do have the mixtape now. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> But he put out a mixtape a while back called Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. And when he put out Crenshaw, because the albums before that was Bullets Have No Name, Volume yeah. 1, Bullets Have No Name, Volume 2. This record Crenshaw, this this uh, mixtape Crenshaw had about, what, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten tracks on it or yes, something like that. The one. thing that's the, the thing that made it so significant is that Nipsey charged people $100 a mixtape. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's that one. He charged people $100 because that's how much faith that he had in his stuff that he was that good. He charged, if you wanted, if you were serious and wanted to hear some really good music and you felt that it was worth the output, worth the buyers, you would pay it. Jay-Z went out and bought, like what, like <laughs> a hundred, about 10,000 copies, about a, about 10,000 copies. He bought like, I could be wrong, maybe about 10,000 copies or so, but he really invested in, he bought, no, he bought a thousand because he, yeah, he made a hundred, he made a hundred grand off That's what it was. Yeah, he made a hundred grand off of that. Yeah. But yeah, Jay-Z bought a thousand of them yeah. and um, other people paid the hundred dollars for that mixtape because that's how much, that's how much faith he had in his music and his style. And that's you know. why probably Nipsey on the final album, Victory Lap, you know, I don't even think it's a coincidence, but you know, that might be another topic. <laughs> another yeah, no, no, it, I mean, it's just sad because, I mean, it's ironic, you know what I'm saying, that he traveled this hard to get to where he wanted to end up dying and then having an album called Victory Lap. Yeah. But it's like he wasn't even able to finish that's the deep. lap. Marathon, the marathon continues. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's he like he it's like print. he knew you know, he knew how it was gonna end. And he was a cripple, so you know what I'm saying? So he was just basically preparing us for to have the history of him because he knew it was gonna end some way. He just didn't know. Man, so maybe that's what it so maybe that was the victory lap. Yeah, was. yeah. That because that's when the you irony think about it, because it might have been his very first real. record, but it, it might have been his first full length and last full full length. But by that time, that man was starting to starting STEM programs around the and it was just in the oh, neighborhood man. alone. Yeah, bought up blocks in the neighborhood, bought up apartment places, yeah. started to fix the schools and stuff like that around. So, you know, that was probably where his victory the victory lap was the album itself because he mm -hmm. finally did all that and now he has the album that was wow. out and he passed. But think about it, Biggie was this. Think about it because the way I look at way victory lap, I look at the same as, you know, there was ready to die. Yeah. Because at that time he was willing to, you know what I'm saying? He was willing to do whatever to get his money and make his music. But then he did Life After Death, which he explained before he passed. 
He said, because I don't have to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, he was sitting in... I didn't um, have to do that shit. He was no sitting more. in a uh, basketball court. Yeah, he was in Oakland. He was in Oakland. He was in Oakland. I was out there at the time. He straight told the man, that's what the man asked him. He was like, yeah, what about life after death? What is it about? He was like, he said, he straight up said, I ain't got to do it no more. Yeah, he ain't got to do that shit now. He ain't got to hustle. He ain't stressing no more. I ain't hustling for food. We eating now. We good now. I mean, so now all of a sudden, like, like that's when you saw in the hypnotized video, I think he was still there dancing and smiling (laughs) and shit like that. That's how happy he was. And so that's what made, and that's what made it it all the more heartbreaking. I was actually out there in LA at the time and I was in the Navy and I remember, I remember that shit vividly too because I was in the Navy when Pac died. I was out of it when Biggie died. But, Damn. The day that I remember when uh, Pac got shot the first time, somebody came and told me while we were on the ship and we were overseas. And I was like, damn, I hope he's all right. I hope he's okay. So, yeah, he got shot five times. I was like, oh shit, I hope he's all right. Five shots you know, I took in a smile. Exactly. And then the yeah, next thing you know, he came back, back right? Yeah. So then the next thing I know, I next thing I know, I heard somebody tell me, you know, he said, Pac got shot again. I'm like, man, he'll be, be fine. He'll be What's crazy right. to me is that we all believe Biggie died. But yeah. we all do not do not believe that Pop Tupac said. died, and it's only because Tupac he was one of those smart. He was. He was so one of those like, like. And Machiavelli like getting. So like there was this episode on the show. There's this episode on the show called Power, right? And she tells us uh, the detective uh, tells this criminal she that he's telling the criminal's telling her all these rules about jail and all that shit that she thought he wouldn't know. She looks at him. She's like, "Oh, you one of them enlightened motherfuckers, son." And that's exactly how Tupac was. Tupac was one of them enlightened up where you did not think that he was that smart, but maybe he was that smart into faking his death. Well, that was not. That's nothing. You know, the man was smart. You know, I mean, you got to think about the fact that who his mother was. His mother was a black Panther mm-hmm. who basically went and took on the freaking. Um, he took. She took on yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. She took on yeah. Philadelphia. Took on the court system because they accused her of bombing a freaking building. She st- took on the court system by herself with no lawyer and won the case. Look at the seeds that he came from. What What was his his aunt was the first woman on the America's Most Wanted list. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In nineteen eighty nine or nineteen, yeah, nineteen eighty nine, his mom, his aunt went down to Cuba because she was gonna end up being caught by the FBI due to. Asada Shakur or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. 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 And, and what's crazy is that so there's this video on YouTube, and I'm not saying I believe it, but there's this video on YouTube. This guy he goes down to Cuba, and he has a picture of Tupac. And he goes around to people, and he's like, yeah, have you seen this guy? And there's just one man. He said, yeah, I saw that guy. He said, when? Because Tupac died in 1996. So he was like, when? He was like, he saw Tupac there in 1998. And two, he said that that guy on the picture was walking around and entering his store in 1998. And then that's when this other guy said that that same guy worked at his record store and so many people came up to the record store, that same guy left the record store, quit, and he did not return. So, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's, just, it's just weird to me how we all believe that Biggie's dead. But there's some weird hope that Tupac is still alive. Yeah, and, uh, the thing, okay, for, for me, yeah, like when my friend came and told me that it's crazy, and I, and I remember this specifically saying that shit too. He came to me and told me that Tupac was dead. The first thing that came out of my mouth was, Biggie's next. Mm-hmm. Not even think about it. Yeah, it's, it's, Biggie yeah. was next. It's and I said, because somebody's going to want to take revenge on Pop. 
on hot on bacon. And when you said sure enough, six freaking months later, I was DJing a party. I was DJing this party out in um, San Leandro, and I just gotten out the Navy about like a couple six months prior to that. And I was just DJing the party, and I finished it up, and um, got home. And unfortunately, when I got there, somebody uh, woke me up the next morning and told me that uh, look at the news. And they put it on MTV, and that's when I heard about Biggie dying. And I, I was like, it, it broke my heart because it, re- it broke my heart. Like it really did because it was like, you know, at what level was the music? Was, the music wasn't supposed to go this way. It wasn't. It was only supposed to be about the music. It shouldn't have went this way. But some people got greedy. Some people know that if a person dies, your your catalog is worth more yeah. than being dead than another. Your life. Yeah, because that's right. when the people that never yeah, heard of you. Oh man, you know how many rappers died last year? Yeah, and the people what that never two hundred. The people that I never heard of you. Man, it's like yo, being a rapper, that shit is deadly too. Man. Yeah, because oh, it's oh, like is... it's because it's like when you die, the people that never heard of you start hearing you, and then that's when more people Pop smoke and the, yeah, and then that's when. You start generating more money because they never heard of you, but now they heard you die, so now they want to hear you. But you also gotta think about the energy that you put out there. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. Ser- I'm sorry, Absolutely. but you know, I, 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 youngins, I love you guys. Dude, I love how you guys are being very creative and how you're doing your stuff and stuff. But please, you guys gotta keep the damn guns at your damn videos. Yeah. You gotta keep all the dumb shit, all that you know, walking around throwing up. Don't do that shit. Cause yeah. some of y'all, yeah. some of them are not about that life. Yeah, and some of them and. That that's a big problem because some of them are not about that life and those are the ones that get themselves fucked up yeah. because then they come around somebody who really is about that life and then you have yeah. to prove yourself yeah, like, exactly. you know what I'm saying right. so you might Active. instead Action of all films. I mean these kids are putting up like I've seen now I know that now that I've seen fake money now I don't believe the stacks of money I see is I don't believe that anymore and now you know all these guns is pointing like red dots of people and almost every person that has a video with a gun and shit died by that gun mm-hmm. like uh, just yeah. recently didn't that kid uh, what was that kid name from Dallas uh, Little Loaded Little Loaded yeah Little Loaded rest in peace yeah Little yeah, Loaded died yeah. yeah rest in peace to him and, I, and it's very unfortunate what happened to him but he surrounded that was the energy he was around he, wasn't he accused of murder uh, a year prior to that yeah you know what I'm saying? And yeah, so far, yeah. so far, one of the stories, I, we don't know how he passed, but one of the stories I heard is that he took his life. And according to uh, an Instagram story in which he put the post up, it read like somebody, it read like the way that somebody would write before they take their life. Yeah, no, he did. So, yeah. so that's why it's, you know what I'm saying? But I think it was like out of fear, like Juice World, Juice World, tremendous. Yeah, tremendous yeah no, Juice rap. World's girlfriend says that the record labels kept feeding him drugs, kept giving him drugs Yo, because that's how he was able to work on music. That's what then that must have been, but I'm willing to bet then that means that Juice World got robbed out of a lot of money then. Yeah. As long yeah, as they yeah, kept yeah. him in, 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 as long as they kept him inebriated, there was no way in hell he was going to pay attention to anything. You addict a million dollars, man, what do you think, man? And that's, you know, OD, right? Yeah. I mean, I heard he was like, what, he was trying to do all the drugs? Cause he yeah. Was after him yeah. And this I, heard that story, be, I heard that story. I heard that story. situation. And it's just more. I found out that story technically really wasn't. That's I heard true. it wasn't true. Really? I, was I, I don't know. If it, I, I heard it was. I heard it really it was wasn't shaky. true because I was on. The, I was. I was believing that. I was believing that that somebody probably got jealous where he was at, called the police ahead of time, let him know he's in the air and stuff like that, and that's what happened. And then he chose to swallow. At the end of the day, the problem is, is that did he swallow all those? For me, did he swallow those pills? If he did, then I can't really feel that bad for you if you do that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. But like I'm saying, you you, you got to be aware of your environment. You gotta be, I understand your environment's left and right. Kendrick Lamar came from fucking Compton. 
Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. people you know? that embrace that's... their environment, yeah. and there's people that look at their environment and don't realize that. Like, so like you can get a person that go to the hood and live in the hood and be like, oh, this is a nice area because they don't really realize that this is the hood. But then you get a person that goes to the hood and they're like, bro, I'm not living over here because they understand that it's the hood. And it's like you can get a like you can get a person that can be around a bunch of gang members, but he's the only, he's in school, he's going to college, he's doing stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like before people used to say, oh, watch around people you hang out with because that can influence you. But no, what influence you is what you make influence you. Well, there's this exchange of energy going on. You can either be influenced by an environment yeah. or influence your environment. Yeah, but, and you know the latter is harder than the other. Like to get influenced by it's easy, it's normal to get sucked in by your yeah, environment. Yeah, and it's but it's to, just more like to change your environment. It takes a special. Yeah, type and of it's life. like people be like, oh, it's harder to say than do. But it's like to me, I feel it's easier to do than say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's easier yeah, it's not, to be around a be bunch smart. of around a bunch of people that's in bad. Vibes, you but you know what I'm saying. But you're still able to still be in a good area and be a good person within being around a bad neighborhood because it's not them influencing you; it's you letting them influence you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's real. all up to you. It's a person can walk up to you and be like, "Yo, you want to smoke this crack?" It's up to you to say yeah. <laughs> and if you say yeah, just no, nigga. At the end of that, at the end of that hit, you about to be in a whole nother turmoil than what this person is. But yeah, yeah. or you can just be like, go ahead and smoke it, nigga. I ain't trying to hit that. And you can still go off and do what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's just right. more that people lost the lost will choices. power within themselves. And they and yeah. it's like they be like, oh, it's my environment, look where I'm from. So what? You can be from a homeless place, but you got homeless people that end up finding themselves a job and then going to the yeah. higher places while you got it's that possible. other homeless person looking at it like, fuck it, I'm homeless, I don't need this shit. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, it yeah. all depends on you influencing yourself. You influence it yourself. Yeah. yeah you can't. You yeah, can't sit up there and, and let. You can't let them. You can't let your environment to engulf you. You have to be able to. You, you make yeah. the changes. Yeah. You, you make the final choice of whether or not how the thing works out and stuff. And that's why yeah. I said Kendrick Lamar is Compton. And every time yeah. you say Compton, what are you the first thing everybody think about? Crip, blood, blood and yeah, 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 out of Compton, yeah. NW, and they think all that. Venus stuff. or Serena. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hell, hell, wait, 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 wait. New edition? New exactly, new yeah. No, 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 no. They're from a rough ass part of freaking Boston. Oh, yeah. The shit that they went through in freaking oh, yeah. Boston. Yeah, I can see, from, Bobby, but, you know, you got some rough edges. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, but you look at them, you and, know? You know, and I think a person who can come from those, you know, hard areas and then make it. Is more like one of the illest people compared to somebody born rich to to just be rich. Like, you know, I don't want to call anybody name up, but also like, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna say it, Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm. yo, man, it's like he was born rich. You don't know, he never had a struggle ripping people off. They don't know what they're gonna do. I heard you a car artist if you hear from the employees or or even the uh, investors and you rip so many people off and see some businessmen. Yeah, that's probably another podcast. You know, definitely another. Yeah. Don't definitely yeah. be another podcast. Don't skip that. that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but that's that's basically how it is with the with the music. The, the, so to come back to the very first question that you asked me, being a DJ <laughs> is basically we. I just miss the ability to bring out. I want to bring that back where we were the, the ones that 
gave you guys the new music. I mean, I know you have the internet and stuff like that, but we can be on the internet and influence things like that too. Exactly. We exactly. can, um, you know, we can open up. You know, we can still do the, that situation, open up, and make it possible for other people to like certain things. But what they got to do is, you know, people have to stop looking at the image aspect of the situation. How to get to the substance, the meat of it, so, get the reality of the situation, rather than because an image only lasts 15 minutes, the substance lasts a, li- a lifetime. Yeah. It's, it's timeless, you understand? Sure. People will know you for this. People will know you for something. Like you said, when that kid put out no, no, NLE Chopper, you know what I'm saying, what you said about him. But yeah, my whole thing is to keep on doing the best that I can. You know, being a DJ, I hope we can keep doing podcasts like these and talking about things like that, talking about music and stuff. And, you know, we will have that opportunity. Yep, fact, yep. You know, it'll be also somewhat visual also because we yeah, got yeah. and stuff. So, um, but yeah, that, that's why we need to do it. We need to have more conversations like this about this because it seems like it's it's our demographic. It's our demographic that it's affecting the most of yeah. but it's also making a judgment about us. Maybe we don't all think the same way when it comes to certain music, but like I said, I believe the way I believe that now we live in a society that's more money over morals. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There was a time when there was a time where you you would get you would, somebody would slap the fuck a woman would slap the fuck out you and I mean the fuck out you if you ever called her a bitch yeah, oh yeah nowadays but you know what I mean and yeah, that's yeah, what shit rock with you still yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a trip man and that's the original hip hop well you know what I'm saying you guys been listening and uh, we enjoy you guys listening we giving our different opinions on different topics about music and just how being relevant and just staying consistent with music and just being yourself how important it is to music and just yourself like it just yourself anyways so this has been your play upon a young AJ I'm chilling it with Ty yeah, yeah. and you know what I'm saying DJ lazy and Check in June 20th to the first episode of the Lazy Hour. Lazy Hour, yeah, we're going to be, um, I'm actually going to be broadcast. I got a website coming up on radio.co. Um, I'll go ahead and show you uh, when it comes up. It's supposed to be coming out this weekend. I'll put it up for everybody to see that. And then on June 20th, we're going to be broadcasting live off of Twitch. So, uh, yeah, we're going to broadcast off of Twitch. It's going to be, instead of just a talking podcast, you'll actually be able to see us. Uh, you guys should be able to see us sitting down, chilling, smoking, doing what we do and stuff like that. It'll be over at my house this time, though. Um, we on the top of the hill right now. Yeah, <laughs> on the top of the world. Well, I know it feels damn good up here because down at the very... Oh, my God, it's like... Oh. Shit is hot. For real. So, like I said before, this being your play upon it, uh, we want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in. You guys can always tune in to the other episodes on anchor.fm and youtube.com slash the smoker's opinion also on uh pocket cast radio public and apple podcast so y'all keep rocking with us and stay cool stay successful and stay a one